I'm, I'm from, from the, the streets. streets. I'm, I'm from, from Crazy Town. Town. I'll show you harmless phosphorescence. Hello, everyone. This is pan flute player, majestic bitch, Thoreau Smiley, who's joining me. I'm Josh Cece, and it's adoption day at the kitten farm. My name is Brian Lesh, and I can't help that I'm a sugar plum fairy interstellar princess. It's who I am. I fell through a black hole to get here. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> and hey, we all did. <laughs> Bada bang. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and source material, then we tell you all about it. We're back to our normal, regularly scheduled programming. It's been a while since we've done a, a superhero one. We took a break for our spooky-tober movies. Um... <laughs> Then you, you guys were some traveling lads. Yeah, yeah, we took we, we did three this week. Yes. HP fans. This is this That's is how dedicated we are. This is the third podcast in as many days. Well, <laughs> that we're recording. Um, Working in a coal mine going down. Yeah. Um, and we appreciate you though. We appreciate all our listeners and uh, especially our patrons. As this show is brought to you by our patrons, we got executive producers like Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. And if you'd like to be a patron too, it's really easy and it only costs you a dollar, a dollar a month. And you get to listen to all sorts of extra podcasts that we record for you. Just go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. And it gives us the funds to catch the ice cream, man. (laughs) That's right. Just kidding. We love you guys. I spend all my money at the blackjack tables. Yeah. It's not going to waste, though. Don't worry. Yeah. It's a table where they just smack your knuckles with the shillelagh. Or you brought a dollar? Blackjack. A blackjack table, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you brought a dollar. <laughs> brought a dollar to a blackjack fight? Uh, um, so this week on Harmless Phosphorescence... Like I said, we're back to our superhero movies. We are watching Arch Enemy. I used to sit on top of the highest buildings in Chromium. I looked down like a guy. You still got them superpowers? <laughs> the power to drink a fifth of whiskey and not pay for it. Dad was a storyteller. See? It's in our blood. I used to punch holes through space time. Hey! Oh, you're the dude who says he's from another planet. You got superpowers, right? Come on, I just want to hear your story. My city was named Chromium. So that's where you're from? They had to invent things to hurt me. Intelligent asteroids, killer robots. Super villains? Say super one more time. Oh, okay, okay. Even the whiskey's weaker here. Space whiskey. All right, look, do you? have any superpowers at all? Or? The source of my power doesn't exist here. Why you gotta fill the kid's head with bullshit? I've always been good to you, right? To you and your family. <laughs> You're risking our lives to hang out with some homeless man? Max didn't have to do any of this to help us. 
they will find you and they will kill you. So what are we supposed to do? You fight the war. Enemy. Um, <laughs> it was released December 11th, 2020. Mm-hmm. It has a running time of 90 minutes. I have no data on how much it cost. I could not find that on the internet. Um, but it made $136,000 and $136,000. How much of that went to Joe Mangianello? I'm guessing all of it. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glenn Howerton got a few bucks, I'm sure. But yeah. Um, uh, the best performance in the movie is Paul Shear. Oh, God. I, Joe put a bunch it. of money into this movie, right? Uh, he's listed as an executive producer. So I think he, so is Elijah him and his Wood. brother. That, yeah. Right? Elijah Wood is also ex- as he's what now? His brother also was an executive producer. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is it's so there's I don't know if you guys noticed there were five production company cards at the beginning of this movie. They got <laughs> funds from all over the place. Like they cobbled together the money to make this thing, however much it ended up costing. He's a huge fanboy. He's a huge comic book fan and Dungeons and Dragons fan. I think he probably just he wanted to make it because he wasn't getting a superhero gig, maybe. Could be um, this. Yeah, um, there, there's some in- interesting production stuff on this. Um, we'll get to. But first, guys, who wants to play the box office top 10 game? Who I do. The apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The version of this. Yeah. It's fisted up. <laughs> yes, this is a this is a covid one. Um, the theaters were not yet really back at this point. December 2020. They were supposedly back a little more than our last one, which was New Mutants, but that they actually look more COVIDy this time than the New Mutants episode did. Strangely, it was the winter time. That's why. Yeah, I think we're having another resurgence. Early December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. This is the game where I will describe the top ten movies of the week for uh, December eleventh, twenty twenty, and the guys here are going to try to guess what those movies are. Um, a few interesting ones outside of the top 10. At number 20, we had The Godfather Part 3. What? Be- oh, it was the anniversary. It was the anniversary. Sure. Yeah. The- but like, huh. <laughs> yeah, but um, they, so a lot during, I don't know if everyone remembers, during 2020, there were a lot of old movies that made it into like the box office mojo top like 20 or 50. Because the only movies people were seeing were those like roadshow uh, drive-ins where you um, they'd have like an inflatable right. screen and you'd just stay in your car because that was the safest way to watch a movie. Um, right. Ghostbusters was the number one movie in the country for a few weeks there in, in summer of 2020. Wild. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, Godfather Part Three was at number twenty. Die Hard was at number sixteen. Um, Jim Carrey's The Grinch was at number fourteen. Uh, yeah, um, and at number ten in the box office top ten for the week of December eleventh, twenty twenty, when a pilot crashes. And tells of a conflict to the natives of the island he's on. A warrior in training leaves home with him to fight. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. It's the re-release of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. That's good, Al. So that's that's one in the one re-release in the top ten. Yeah. Okay. We got how many are there? How many? I'm not going to tell you how many re-releases there are. There's okay. more than one, though. There are more than one. 1984 right. came out after this, like shortly yeah. after this, right? Yeah, yeah we, we haven't watched we haven't this done it yet. yet so, yeah. um, at number nine, a monster named Larry manifests itself through smartphones and mobile devices. <laughs> Larry. This is a <laughs> this is a feature film version of a 2017 short film. Huh. Um Larry. Um Oh, we got a uh, we've got a uh, Gillian Jacobs now, starring in it. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> yeah, starring Gillian Jacobs and a kid. It looks like Oh. It's a horror movie, yeah. Mhm. This is called Oh Play something. Play from out to play. Come play. Come play. Come play. Yeah, you you got it. I hadn't seen it, but it's in the rotation of Halloween movies being uh, grown up on. Okay. Ops. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Josh what is, is on the board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's my day. Yeah. All right. For the next one, Josh. Where's the weirdest place that you have made whoopee? <laughs> the butt. <laughs> Um, I mean a car. The newlywed game was fucking wild in retrospect. Wild as fuck. So many old game shows. Well, we know we have a shared love, but a lot of drinking. Oh, so so much drinking. Such drinking on daytime TV. Um. All right. At number uh, number eight this week for the week of December eleventh, twenty twenty. A family's plans for a big family Christmas turn into a disaster. Every Christmas movie ever made. Yeah, I mean, everyone's home. That is true, but this is this is all right. This is a re-release, and it is a movie that's a Christmas movie that's pretty beloved, at least by uh, uh, by, by a lot of people. Okay, what was European vacation? Uh, yeah. Christmas vacation. It is Christmas vacation. It is. I said uh, European. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Al. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Christmas vacation. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Christmas vacation, boy. Yeah. At number eight. Um, let's see. At number seven this week. On Christmas Eve, a young boy embarks on a magical adventure. Um. On Christmas Eve, a young boy embarks on a magical adventure. I'll tell you some more. While learning about friendship, bravery, and the spirit of Christmas. Um, boy. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a Christmas carol, you know, because that's a, a man embarks on a 
Yeah. Um, uh, this is a re-release. Polar Express. Polar Express. Al's oh. on a roll. Yes. The, the first time we, we talked about the Uncanny Valley in popular culture. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not mistaken. Coming up next at number six, a couple's wedding plans are thrown off course when the groom is diagnosed with liver cancer. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I had to look at something like a dummy. Say that again. I appreciate the delivery, Thoreau. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because so halfway through, I realized where it was going. <laughs> and, and I, was, I originally thought it was just a rom-com thing, and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to go with it. A couple's <laughs> wedding plans are thrown off course when the groom is diagnosed with liver cancer. Um, Christmas with cancer. Oh, and... and <laughs> A sequel to Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. <laughs> Mrs. Crank is taking a dark turn. I don't come home. There's no over. names on the poster, and I don't recognize either of these people. But it just says based on a true story. So I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> based on he, millions of true stories. Yeah. liver cancer is a very common. Yeah, based chemo on a for true Christmas. Story. <laughs> It's got I got a, you this chemo for your cancer. Radiation blues. Terrible. It's got a super generic name. If you guys don't know, you're never going to guess it. It's called All My Life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, at number five this week. Upset that he has to share the room he loves with his grandfather, Peter decides to declare war. <laughs> an attempt to get it back. I think with the Ukraine? <laughs> What's happening? Um, he shares oh, a room with his friend. Jesus Christ. Okay, starring check out this cast. <laughs> starring Christopher Walken, Jane Seymour, Cheech Marin, uh, Rob Riggle, Uma Thurman, and Robert De Niro. Wow. <laughs> check it out. I'm checking That's, in. But, Star Rob power. Riggle is the star, right? <laughs> it looks like De, it, it looks like De Niro is the grandfather, and he has to share a room with a kid. <laughs> I jinx will ensue. Huh? Nuggets of wisdom. Uh, the old room and board. That's a good one. B O R E D. Um, the tagline is "Old school versus new cool." <laughs> it's called. The war with grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the war with grandpa? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That means all those people and their agents got that script and we're like, oh, oh shit. (laughs) You gotta make this, Uma. You gotta make this. Bobby De Niro. Niro. They should have called it talking about the war with grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) With walking. Yeah. Mouse. No, yeah, that means everyone got that script and they were like, now that's gross points, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just pay us in yachts. <laughs> uh, at number four this week. <laughs> okay, how the hell do I do? Okay. Um, after growing up, a man who was adopted as a child goes to meet his biological father who doesn't know he exists. Something with Superman. No. No. This is this is a re-release and it is a Christmas movie. 
Um, it's definitely one that I know some of us, at least, are pretty big fans of. Not Elf. It is Elf! Oh, it's Elf. Oh. It is Elf. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely Elf. Yep. Yep, Elf. Number four it. for the week. Um, which, by the way, number four, it made $400,000. <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird time. Yeah, Wonder Woman op- opened with one hundred and eighty-nine thousand. Like <laughs> the number eleven. This movie- feels like, hey guys, let's chip in and get Wonder Woman something. Right? No, the number eleven movie was Tenet. We forgot. Like this. Oh, Tenet was, Tenet was eleven. That was going to be my number one guess. Yeah. No, Tenet was number eleven with one hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars this week. But it, it had been out for a few months, right? All right. Uh, number three yeah. at the box office this week. Um, after swapping bodies with a deranged <laughs> serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. <laughs> oh, great. It's a body. The, Detention. Face? Um, Starring Vince Vaughn. Thank you, Vince Vaughn. Oh, just Freaky? Freaky. Freaky. It's called called Freaky. Yeah. It's on HBO. Again, I haven't seen it, but I saw the card. That's interesting. That's So Freaky Friday, but with a murderer? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's like a horror-ish adapt. Yeah, I I just haven't seen it. Um, I probably will. At number two this week. Oh, boy. Um. Renato, a Mexican aviation exec, is shocked to learn he has an American relative he never knew about. Free-spirited Asher. They're forced on a road trip together, tracing the path their father took from Mexico to the United States. Hmm. Sounds like the trip, but a Mexican version. Yeah, uh, starring... I don't know either of these dudes. <laughs> so, uh, look, It's definitely a comedy. Yeah, I meant the trip with Steve Coogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the horror movie. Yeah, I, I, I I've no never guesses. heard of this movie, never heard of these dudes. <laughs> like, I got nothing to give you guys on this. Wait a minute. So it sounds like a, a genuine foreign release. Yeah. Um, it's called the Half Ro- Brothers. Yeah. One's a torso, mm-hmm. one's the legs, and one's the head. And that's... Number two with $645,000. Um, the uh, Arch Enemy, by the way, guys, opened at number 17. The, better than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, better than With yeah. $71,000. So it made wow. half its money, I think, that first week, right? What did it make? It made. Uh- 136, yeah, about half its money it made the first week. Um, it was beaten by both. It was beaten by Die Hard and The Grinch. Um, all right, and number one, the number one movie in the world for the week, the December eleventh, twenty twenty. Um, a family is challenged by a rival family who claim to be better. <laughs> I, I had to leave some stuff out there. West Side Story? <laughs> it's a sequel. Uh, it stars Nicolas Cage. 
and it's uh, animated. Oh, Cruz. Oh, the this was it the robot one or no, was no, it the Cruz? Josh got it. The Cruz to a new Two. a new age. Crude. The crude and rude. <laughs> the new rude crudes. Yep, <laughs> that is the number one movie in the country for the week of December 11th. Depressing. Now I'm picturing the depressing motherfuckers sitting in the crude in the dark. Quietly, could you imagine wondering what's happening? Could you imagine the world? going to the theater and getting COVID for the crudes? I'm imagining it right now, and it's fucking sad. Oh my god! How, how many people went to that movie? I mean, it, made, an idea of it like made about a million and a half. So people died as a result of seeing the Croods for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, enough yes. people went that statistically someone died. At least one day. It's true. So. That's it for the box office top <laughs> 10 game. That brings us to the production of the film itself. Um, Arch Enemy uh, was written and directed by Adam Egypt Mortimer. Um, Adam Egypt Mortimer. Uh, let's. Is that a, a nickname or is that his given name? I, it, Adam it, Egypt. It, is there, are those in parentheses? Or in, yeah. I, it's not no no that's 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 Boats. the name that's a real name whether or wow. not he was born with it I can't say it may be Maybelline I don't know he um, may have had hippie parents yeah Adam uh Egypt being the middle name so Adam Mortimer I don't know um he's uh he's kind of an indie auteur <laughs> um he's probably best known for some kind of hate um which is his debut 2015 debut it's a it's a horror movie um it's a slasher film um he also let's see he had a he had a segment in the horror anthology holidays um other directors with a segment in that was Kevin Smith um uh Gary Shore um let's see he wrote and directed a movie called Daniel Isn't Real that <laughs> came out in 2019 it's about a guy who has an imaginary friend that tells him to kill people and stuff um so now, Daniel. now the interesting thing about Daniel isn't real is that, and I, this isn't something I found out until after we wa- I watched this movie. He says that Daniel isn't real and Arch Enemy take place in the same universe, and he's going to make a third one, and it's going to be the final one of a trilogy about people. Let's see what kind of what did he call it? It's the it's the Vortex trilogy, and. Uh, it's up, they're apparently all about people who uh, are considered to be uh, mentally ill, but maybe they actually have supernatural or paranormal powers. That sounds familiar. Uh huh. Does just it like though? this movie looked familiar at times. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah um that's that's adam egypt mortimer um as far as our cast joe mangianello of course we've talked about him a few times previously most famously as a Flash Thompson in Spider-Man. Um, he was also... Uh, wait, was he in the version of Justice League that we watched? I know he's in the, the Snyder Cup, but is he in... Yeah, he's in that. I don't, is he is, who? He's Death he was Deathstroke. Or dead, Deathstroke. The Terminator. He was Deathstroke, but was he, was he in the 2017 version or was he only in the Snyder Cut? I'm not sure. I think just the cider cut because he's on the yeah. boat with Lex at the end. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he is on the boat with Lex. Um, but yeah. Uh, Skylin Brooks plays Hamster. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, wow. He's been working a long time. Um, whew, a lot of movies no one's ever heard of. He was in the 2012 movie Noobs. Um, seven. He was in Seven Pounds as that uh, Will Smith movie. Um, yeah, not a lot. Uh, he was in. Let's see. Uh, he was had the lead role in a TV show called The Get Down. Oh, yeah the <laughs> the series version. The series, yeah, The Get Down. He played Ra Ra Kipling in that, and he has a recurring role in or had a recurring role in Empire. So um I'm gonna go ahead and say it. There were a lot of good performances in this. Oh yeah. It's too bad this is what they were making. Actually, yeah, we'll get there. We'll but get yeah, there. I think the cast did a good job. I don't know if it was a good movie. It was an interesting no. movie. Um if you if you took out those heavy, silly components, like you know, Max Fist right off the bat, like, come on, Max yeah, Fist. that's my number one comment. <laughs> yeah, but Max- if those things were less silly, it, it would have been a straightforward kind of action. If if those things had been drama, if it had been a little less silly, it would. I think it would be kind of on the same level as like Defendor or Super, like low budget, mm, yeah. like dude, like on this, like. But it didn't quite get to where those were. No, but his production value this would have benefited. Terrible considering. Yeah, it, it, this needed to just be an exploration of mental health. Yeah. Yes. The the ending wherein we discover that I spoilers for anyone listening to a podcast about a movie they haven't watched. Um, yeah, <laughs> and should never watch. Don't watch it. It's not worth. It. Um, it, it, when it turns out it was Five all stars. true, like. <laughs> That's like I wish it had been left a little more uh uh unbreakable. Yeah, enigmatic. Like is it true or isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Cuz like I said it it reminded me of unbreakable, you know, often. Yeah. So leaving it ambiguous would have been more to their interest. Absolutely. Um we've got Zoli Griggs as Indigo. Um what do I know her from? Bride Wars? No, give me, give me something else. Um, she doesn't have young. let's. She doesn't have a ton of credits. Um, uh, let's see. Soccer moms. Adam ruins everything. She did a few episodes of that. Um, no. she was in the I TV mean, series Ballers. She was in the TV the Boomerang TV series. Um, she was in All the right. the Enforcer, the uh, 2022 one that just came out. Um. 
Yeah, she's not been in really anything I've seen. Oh, she was in Corey in the House. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Don't then. Gosh, I must be confusing her, but I don't think. Eh, anyways. Yeah, I recognize her from Instagram. Somehow, I follow this woman on Instagram. Oh, weird. I was like, hey, know you from my phone. <laughs> I know you from my phone. <laughs> you awesome. like to eat. You like to eat French toast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw yeah, your Italian buds. vacation. What the hell? Yeah. What buds? Um, Paul Shear plays Craig. <laughs> Paul Shear, probably at this point, best known from How Did This Get Made? Uh, our a podcast. Um, um, he was in the sketch group uh, Human Giant with uh, Nick Kroll and um, Aziz and sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bob Hubel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's he's one of those guys. He's in a bunch of stuff um, as like playing the nerdy guy. I think this might be the first time I've ever. Oh seen yeah, him. he was on Thirty Rock as the head page. That's he was right. always like trying to sabotage Kevin. Yeah, that's Donnie. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, like <laughs> I said, good day. No, you didn't. Well, I meant to. <laughs> um, I know I'm best from the league. Oh, duh. The league. He's Andre yeah. of the league. Of course, he is. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, he is. is. Um, he was in Reno 911. Uh, he did like he, he he's like guested in like every good show ever, like Parks and Rec. Um, yep. Uh, like yeah, all of that. But like I said, at this point, he's probably best known for hosting. Um, How did this get uh, made with a with a uh, Jason Manzukis and his wife June Raphael. Yeah, June exactly. Diane Raphael. Yeah, exactly. He's done. He's done 17 episodes of Lower Decks. Mm. Who does Who he play on Lower Decks? Uh, Billups. Billups. Oh. Uh, Lieutenant oh. Commander Andy Billups. Billups. Andy Billups. Andarithio Billups. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. He's also hosted a few like little Marvel specials on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's, it's just funny because this movie could end up on how did this get made at some point. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so uh Amy uh Siemitz as Cleo. She's she this lady works. Um so she's oh she's in like fucking everything. Risk Cutters a Love Story. That was an interesting movie. Um not a great movie, but interesting. <laughs> Tiny furniture. Um oh, huh. yeah. Yeah. Uh God, she's I think probably at the Oh, she was in the Pet Cemetery remake. In she's the aunt in Stranger Things. In Stranger Things, she's the aunt that that. That's where I recognized her from. Yeah, that's what she's probably most known for. Um, Eleven's aunt, when Eleven goes to visit her comatose mom. Yep. Um. Oh, she was in Atlanta. Oh, she directed two episodes of Atlanta. Interesting. Um. <laughs> hey, I was in Atlanta. It was a layover. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn Howerton as the manager, of course, best known as Dennis. As? Dennis from wait, 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 Philadelphia. Dennis did we did we skip over the his and Herzog short? His and Herzog shorts. Amy Simmons. Was in a short film called His and Herzog. Oh my god! I just, awesome. I just, is it a like Funny or Die? I have or, no uh, idea. I just gonna text you guys the picture because it is not a serious thing at all. 
but this makes me laugh so bad because it is, is Werner Ver- Herzog as the lady in the art of this. Is he? It's actually Werner what? Herzog. No, it's just his likeness. It's just okay. his face that they have pasted over the image of is a woman. In Herzog. Oh, she, she was. But al- that's a brilliant. She was also an alien covenant, by the way. Like I said, this oh lady- shit, she's Danny McBride's wife. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, she she works. Like I'm saying, this lady's huh. work. She's in a because they lot were all married couples. Yeah. Yeah, she had one of the few funny parts in that movie and then is murdered by an alien. <laughs> like me. Uh, okay, but yes, as the manager, Glenn Howerton, Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. Um, oh, his first movie role was Must Love Dogs. I think it was in The Strangers, right? That horror movie, Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was, oh, wow, he was in Serenity. I don't think I realized that. He played a young tough. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Glenn Howerton. Um, he was currently also starring in AP Bio. Um, or did that end? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing the main role in the Fugitive remake. Okay. Jesus Christ. Which which role is he? The Fugitive, or is he the man with one arm? Uh, or is he Tommy Lee Jones? He plays he, he plays Jerry. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh my god, he's voicing Fred in the upcoming Velma uh cartoon. That's okay. great. That's interesting. Um yeah, Glenn Howerton. Um <laughs> so uh that about rounds out our cast. There's not much else to say about this movie. Um it was produced, oh. like we said, by G- uh Joe Mangianello. Uh, his brother Nick Mangianello, uh, Elijah Wood has uh, producer credit on this. I imagine he just tossed him some money. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was involved. I hope not. He'd yeah. been like, let's change the name. Yeah, Mangianello's a big D and D guy, right? He's one of yes. the D and D people in Hollywood. I wonder if that's yep. his connection to Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, yeah, could be. Um, there's, I'm sorry, there are eight. Eight separate production companies which contributed to this film. And they split that $160,000 equally. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Everybody throw in. Yeah, exactly. We've got to get a 12 pack. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So that's it um, for the background on Arch Enemy. Um, I've got a uh, a couple reviews here. Yeah, 2020 means our our favorite might be there. <sighs> Couldn't find it. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Um, but okay. It's not the highest quality. It's not so interesting or original, but I haven't seen anything like it. The animation scenes aren't very good. It kind of makes sense. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I love this conflicted person. Oh man, either too critical or not critical at all. Right. I love them. Yes. Uh and <clears throat> let's see. Kipri Jarama writes cinematographer Helena Hutchins 42 was killed in an accident involving a prop gun fired by actor and producer Alec Baldwin <laughs> on New Mexico set of the film Rust. Another victim. My heart goes out to her family. Half a star. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wow. review for Arch Enemy. <laughs> huh. I wonder what other movies they 
copy and paste that right. review for yeah that bot hopping all around were they trying to like escape the weird uh limitations of of posting reviews for movies like were they blocked from other movies I i'm just wondering I, like I, why I are you trying to get the word person. out on that randomly like it was a big story i think people know yeah. It was headline then, news for like fucking three weeks. And is the star rating on that news headline or this movie you know, right. half a star? Yes. This movie didn't do enough to bring light to that incident that happened after this movie was made. Exactly. Fair point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um it's it's got uh 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um See, that's wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, those guys I'll never understand. So, is there a critics review? That's uh, oh, a uh, Rotten Tomato, or was that a or was that a fan? That seventy four review. That seventy four percent is the the critics score. Oh, um, yeah, the uh, fan score on it. Let's see, is forty eight percent. Forty eight percent. Okay, I was gonna say I was like. I don't know how how strong the Manginello fan base is. What do you think they call themselves? Jellos? <laughs> Man- Some jellos. Ma- Man- Mangello. Mangellos. Ma- Ma- Mangiofellos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Mangellos. <laughs> so uh, I saw a, uh, a fun fact that Amazon threw at me uh, early on. Nicolas Cage was originally set to play Max Fist. Right. Yeah. Um, that would have been so much better. Because this it would have been this, even though I like this guy. This dude yeah. does have an upcoming Nicolas Cage movie, so like apparently, well, and Mandy was from the produced, same production yeah. house, and that was a big Nick Cage weird horror thing. Yeah, well, yeah, he was he was already starting to do all these B movies, you know, just paycheck after paycheck, which he's talked about. But yeah, he just likes to work, I guess. Like Mandy, his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For that. It's like, he, oh, I like attitude, making bad movies. <laughs> no, his attitude is that is my job. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like garbage men have to pick up the shitty garbage along with the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Somebody his attitude. Like, that's says my we're job. making a movie. That's what I'm I do making for a movie. A job. Yeah. 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 Not to go on the Nick Cage tangent, but he did a great uh Reddit AMA. And it was so revealing about his personality. Like, oh, wow, you are a really interesting dude, actually. Normally, these are... I think he is. ...astroturfed by, you know, a publicist. It was just him answering weird, weird questions in weird ways. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he recently, within the last two years, came, like, came out as goth. <laughs> he, like, came out and said, yeah, I identify as goth. As goth. <laughs> yeah, he's weird in the right ways, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's no stories of him grabbing... Anyone well, and the, it's like his boomer tendencies, like identifying as goth. That's harmless. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's like, T-Rex I'm an attack helicopter or whatever stupid, you know, singular joke the right has about. I'm going to marry Elvis's oh, daughter. Yeah, no. And it wasn't a joke. He really, really identifies yeah. as goth. Well, yeah. and when you see him. Yeah, it, it definitely fits. Yeah. Did you see when he dressed like the uh, the cake? Uh, there was that really funny tidbit of him. He was at like a movie opening and he's dressed like a tin, like the plaid tin cake from England. He's like, I just really like the plaid cake. design. 
Yeah. He's like, so I had to make me a suit that looks like this. This particular turtle. so weird. I love it. Uh, I wholesome weird. I haven't seen it yet, but that movie where he plays himself looks amazing. Oh, uh, what are they? Oh, the unbearable weight Weight of of incredible genius. Yeah, Yeah. incredible genius or enormous. It's him. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who he's like a drug lord or crime lord, and he just he pays Nicolas Cage to come down and. Nick thinks he's coming down to make a movie, and there are cameras, but it's like that Dennis Hopper film. Where I, the locals are uh, using uh, real guns, and uh, they're uh, you know there, there was the it's cars. a three amigos situation. Yeah, there's one yes, scene where they're exactly trying it. to jump over a wall, and you see him jump over the wall after scrambling over the wall and then walk around it and be like, Oh, Hey, you can get around this way. It's one of the funniest little bits I've ever seen. I still need to go back and watch that movie just because that had me. I was like, okay, this is going to be stupid and great. And lastly, he came out and did an interview after Scorsese and his uncle Francis Coppola were complaining about like the MCU and Mm. Star Wars, you know, and like how blockbusters have yet again ruined and Nick, awesomely came to the defense yeah yeah <laughs> like you don't think there are different categories of film like, yeah i think there are different kinds Give me no one's gonna stop you from making a movie because iron man is in the movie theater right, right. yeah exactly. ethan He's hawk so had a similar answer recently after, you know why were you in moon knight why was what <laughs> why are you what are you talking about you know okay <laughs> a brief tangent based on that um <laughs> the I've seen a number of posts recently. Like today, I learned that uh, Maya Hawk's dad was in Moon Knight. I'm like, motherfuckers. Yep. Motherfuckers. Maya Hawk's dad was in Moon Knight. Mm. I thought she was so charming the first time I saw her in Stranger Things. And then when I realized who her parents were, I just went like, oh, she is like. She is just an amalgamation of those yeah, two human she's beings. She looks exactly children right. are. If, if you close but, your eyes, you can hear Uma's voice when she talks. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's cool, like Ethan Hawke is, in that kind of awkward, off, slightly off way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's talented. Jack Quaid's talented. A lot of these yeah. kids are yeah. talented, but for every Maya Hawke, there's 20 girls that nobody's heard of that are more talented and more charming. Absolutely. Just yep. a whole new generation of well, and and there there's there's elements of nepotism to that absolutely, but I wonder how much of it's like don't don't go to this person, don't do this, don't do that, helping them navigate. Um yeah, having an agent that well, costs millions of dollars too. and they well, don't have to hustle for it. But also having your parents say like I think your agent might be wrong. Just you can skip this role. I'll pay your rent, don't worry. You know, oh, well, yeah, yeah. just to, coming from generational wealth in general. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, anybody. That helps yeah, too. You know, but both of her parents Influences. were young actors in Hollywood. And, yeah. you know, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm sure they get. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm sure the advice is helpful, too. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not even so much like, oh, these are your parents will hire you. It's that like you're saying the parents can the parents get them an agent and get them into the yeah. the the process to begin with like that's the leg up yeah and this has been I'm hard sure. facts exactly <laughs> hey yeah let's not for uh, we we do get some fist facts later on <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right so guys uh you're ready to jump into the movie splash a hole into i keep making a fist hole. gesture as folks at home 
<laughs> all right, all right, here we go. This is Arch Enemy. We open on a bunch of production cards. Then we get a title card and an animated backstory with vo- voiceover from Joey Mangler himself. He lived Is in- he a discount Clancy Brown? I just want to say that at Ooh. the top. Hmm. He sounds he is doing a Clancy Brown because he sounds a specific way. We've heard him in Spider-Man and other things. But this is the most gravelly he's ever been. Yeah, but for sure. I was born in another. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah. It's Clancy Brown impression. Yeah, definitely. Um, With that, that uh, Christian Bale huskiness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he lived in a futuristic city called Chromium. He was a super powered protector of the city he had an arch enemy named cleo the she, city had a halo yeah, that was important cleo. and yeah, then it wasn't cleo. important ever again no um she was gonna destroy the city but he saved it and in the process he fell through a dimensional portal into our world where he's trapped and has no powers we cut to live action see he's uh drinking some whiskey uh he's telling a story for drinks yeah yeah. Um so the bar flies. Did you guys ever play the video game Out of thing. This World? Uh That's what the animation reminded me of. Yeah. 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 Blocky but fluid and kind of cool color palette like unusual. Yeah. Compared to what a normal animated sequence would be. Definitely. I mean th- they made some stylistic choices that I appreciated. Even, I did too. Yeah. Throughout yeah. the film. Yeah. It it wasn't a it wasn't a total disaster. It was just a. If you took the silliness out of it, yeah. Like, what, your arch enemy Cleo, Max Fizz. That well, blue, yeah, and blue honestly, blood hamster. I, I think yeah. this would have been better <laughs> if this movie that the whole thing was animated and drab in the real world. Mm. Oh well, uh, just as an animated. I don't know about movie, all of it. Fun. I mean, it would have maybe. <laughs> There's, I still know if I would have watched it. It was. It had a weird tone because because it was the tone was not silly, but there were very yeah. silly things we were expected to take seriously. Yeah. Um. So all right, we yeah. Uh, he's uh, homeless. He wanders into the street, talks to himself, buys some drugs. Uh, then we meet Hamster. He's a skateboarding, young, up-and-coming, social media, TikTokin' kind of cool, groovy kid. <laughs> a trendable is their uh, platform. Trend, trendable. Trendable. Is their yeah. fake social media platform. That's what I'm saying. Somebody like got to make up their own names for everything in a room by themselves. Nobody <laughs> double-checked anything. Chromium. At some really? point, someone says iPhone in the movie, which kind of took me out of this cyberpunk world. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, but it's an iPhone. Weird. Why didn't you just say like smart, cell phone? Yeah, smart smartphone. Phone. Yeah, anything. Well, he's he's trying to be like a vice type journalist, right? You yeah. know, capturing yeah. stories of the street. Yeah, shit. but also he has to publish it on this website rather than like just on Instagram social media. Or- like you can just... Oh. Put stuff on the internet. Yeah. No, you don't have to go to like the gatekeepers to post things on the internet. I understand well, he'll give it a wider platform that way, but I wish he's trying to get a job as a staff writer for that, right? For yeah. The- yeah, yeah, which they call creators. Um, so she, he has to go in and talk to Jessica, I think it was, or Melissa, whatever. Mm, Melissa. Um, 
Melissa. Um, to, and she gives him a creator account. So, okay. So, by the way, I just want right, to I just, I just, I just go through this. We've got Max Fist, Hamster, Indigo, Krieg, Cleo, the manager, and Melissa. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I swear. They let a 10-year-old write the name. You know, what, what would you name these characters? Hamster. She's pretty. She's his, Cleo. His street name is Hamster. This is all fucking <laughs> hamster style. That's his fighting style. He's stuck in a wheel. Are we all, brother? Yeah. So, all yeah. right. We meet Indigo after Hamster goes to try to get his stuff on the website We um, and meet Melissa. We meet Indigo. She's a young girl who works for the drug kingpin named The Manager. She's doing well, but she tells him she wants to expand. She wants to go viral, which is the hottest new trend for 2001. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it's funny because we don't really see her that much, but the manager's arch enemy is Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, there, the Switch. beginning of this movie really could have used some more establishing whatever the hell the place where they're posting crap on the internet, whatever the manager's doing, what is Indigo's real role in this well, cause drug? It's, it seems That's like what I'm saying. The thing. Indigo, the, the crime underworld element was entertaining. I don't know. Yeah. I, I liked watching Indigo. I liked the manager. I really liked Paul Shear's well, performance. And then every the, now and then it's Hamster. <laughs> hamster in the fist. The thing that got me with the, the underworld thing, the crime aspect, I kept thinking, God, I can't wait to find out more about this. Yes. And at no point do we find out more about right, it. Right, because only that it's Cleo. Dun, dun, dun. Right, because yeah. at one point she says, I have I have hundreds of arms like people work for me, but where the fuck are they? The, the 200, end. she says. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a specific number. But, but like, who do you oversee the ice cream man? Yeah, but the the answer is that we did not have the budget to hire that many extras. Yeah, yes. but I mean, like, is, does Indigo have, like, street level? Like, you guys all watch The Wire, right? Does she have, like, corner boys who sit on the corner it and, seemed, like... It seems so like, like she did, the, yeah. Oh, shit, what's that character's thing? Yeah, it'll come to me. Sugar She's like bear? Stringer Bell. Pooh Bear? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. But, I need to go back and But, yeah, no, no, it's right. It seemed like she it's had here. people selling drugs under her, but, like, we never saw any of that. Like... It, it would have been cool to see her enforce a little bit on somebody like, hey, you're not up to your number, blah, blah, blah. You know how mean yeah. I can get. Yeah. You, you like when indigo is nice. Here's a spirulina ball. <laughs> oh, the spirul the blue spirulina balls. <laughs> what is with the color blue in this fucking movie, man? <laughs> it was no, no, everything was blue or red. Like it was very like, like yeah. they was obviously doing a thing, but it wasn't it wasn't clearly delineated. Or well thought out at all. But the idea, I, like, I mean, in retrospect, again, spoilers, everybody. But um, in retrospect, she her blue was her theme because the cosmic blood is blue. And it was um, thematically hinting to us that she would become a superhero. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's such a stretch. It hurts. Yeah. Um. So, all right. So, yeah, the manager... Says he'll give her a chance, but first she has to go get some money that's owed to him from a crazy guy named Krieg. And she needs to clean up the break room. 
Uh, later, he at- also tells her to go work work the corner. Yeah, go work the corner, dressed like a princess. Like what? But isn't she important to you? Oh, uh, trying it's to get the uh, little kid market. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Would yeah, they- well, I don't think he meant like in a prostitution type. Thing. Well, yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, but but it's just weird to be like your middle management. Can you go out and just work the street yourself? What? No, I'll just hire ten more people. Yeah, but then he like Joker laughs at her. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm kidding. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know? Well, I mean, he, yeah, he was kidding. But I mean, the thing is, the implication was there. Who could, yeah. <laughs> the implication. <laughs> the dentist system. <laughs> All right. So uh, later at home, Hamster arrives. We find out that Hamster and Indigo are simply. Why wasn't he color coded too? Why was his name Hamster? Why wasn't it like 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 Vermilion or something? Burgundy. Yeah, something. <laughs> or yeah, Hamster. Hamster. All right. Um, he could have been velvet Cadmium. or something. That's not even a color. Yeah, just Hamster think, is just weakness. Hamster was the most ridiculous thing ever. And they do get, families have a lot of like themed nicknames i don't have kids i mean no but also- i assume that those were their street names and not yeah don't names. you earn those on your or is it sort of a but also a family dynasty type but, thing? but also like, only colors that family is only color nicknames but also you're right in the movie like said you're making themes oh. and like you, yeah. you name him hamster oh. somebody they did an internet contest to come up with these character names God. i can't Figure it out. Yeah, named by 4chan. No, they, they would have been like Bodie McBoatface and like yeah. Adolf Hitler or something. Yeah, no, no. This was this was Regan. Named, this was named by Club Penguin. <laughs> so um yeah, Hamster doesn't like her being a drug dealer. She's trying to take care of him and send him to college. She does not understand how college admissions work. What is this universe? They still have college. Like, is this, this post-apocalyptic or is this no. not? No, I, I think it's it just is. supposed to be like our world inner city, maybe a little grittier. At this time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I got no idea. But that I mean, like this was fictionalized except for their superhero shit. I, the one thing that made me think this is definitely not our universe were the blue spirulina balls. No, no, no. I think they were regular spirulina. She just colored them blue <laughs> because she has yeah. her theme. The that was, ball that's what I thought. Like cornbread. She's like, I make everything yeah. blue because it's my thing. The color coding of food was weird. Yeah. It was a weird choice. Yeah. A lot of it was weird. Yes. But I, I felt like it was supposed to be our world 2020 or 2019. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, what would it's what our universe would have been like if COVID hadn't happened. Oh God. We'd all be calling each other by color names and Eating spirulina. Uh, and we would have been coloring all of our spirulina blue. Like, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. She... <laughs> the government's trying to control us. Uh, all right. <laughs> Make spirulina balls. Make... Okay. Wear a mask. Dabba dee, dabba die. Yeah. What she said. Um. Anyways. So Hamster goes out. He spots the homeless guy punching a wall, and Hamster gives him the name Max Fist. No. Yeah, in that moment, that's when, not his name already. No, when he sees him punching the wall, 
Hamster dubs him Max Fist. I must have missed that. Wow. Hmm. He that's so he I got up with that on his own. Did you, okay, if he named him Max Fist, he named himself fucking Hamster. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a street name. He came up with it himself. You're you can't give yourself given, a nickname. Yeah, you can't yeah, give you're yourself supposed a street to be name. Given those. You can. Everyone would be badass motherfuckers. Thoreau, if you Star called face. yourself Thoreau, no one would take you seriously because you were named Thoreau. People take you. Or seriously. if you just <laughs> popped in on the Brian, scene, no one like, takes me seriously. <laughs> or I'm, I'm dragon. I know that. This is the first time we hear the name Max Fist, but I didn't get the indication that he named him. I thought he'd heard of him. No, I thought it was because he was punching him and he goes, yeah, look at that. Look at that. punch!" Like he says something like, look at that punch in that wall. You're Max Fist. Okay. <laughs> like like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's that. Uh, does Cleo call uh, him Max, I though? Oh, she does, doesn't she? Does she? Does she ever she say his I think name? So. I think she's like, hey, Max fist <laughs> mr fist <laughs> you might know me by my other name loose butthole that's all i kept thinking he's like his enemy's name better be something about a loose body cavity <laughs> he changed it to sound less jewish <laughs> at Ma- any rate maximilian <laughs> yeah it's his stage name maximilian fistofsky um anyway. yeah. anyways that name is awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, Max wanders off. Hamster saves him from getting hit by a car as he fell as he passed out in the street. Uh, Max wanders away. The next morning, Hamster gives him some beer in exchange for being able to film him and tell his story. So I have so many questions about this movie, but it, he says the booze here is weaker, but he is constantly falling asleep and like blacking out in places. Yeah. Which which w- it seems to be highly effective on this planet. Yes, which which <laughs> which which all would make total sense from a guy that's actually suffering from like schizophrenia or something <laughs> rather than right. as we find out at the end it's all true. Like this really should have been left a lot more up in the air. It just being yeah. all true I don't know. And also somehow Cleo returned to use another Star Wars uh, <laughs> infuriating line. Yeah. Well, yeah, apparently she fell through the hole with him. and But instead of becoming an alcoholic, she just built a drug empire. I have a theory, though, that she is the hole. <laughs> Those are the choices. She's the and hole that the Max Fist went through. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, um yeah, he tells Hamster he has no powers here because the source of his powers doesn't exist in this world. The source is the cosmic blood, which came from a bunch of black holes on the edge of the universe. He says it, quote, started making people weird. Um, he has a flashback in animated form. All the flashbacks are animated to when the cosmic blood gave him powers. He was injured working as part of a task force. The cosmic blood mixed with his own in a pool within something he calls the Crystal Cave. Uh, he lost his arm, and the cosmic blood grew it back. That's right, yes. Into the yeah. Crystal Fist. <laughs> the Crystal Fist. <laughs> <laughs> you can, Great Doors song. You can... You can <laughs> crystal Fist. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can buy a crystal... You can buy a Crystal Fist on the internet, but they're not yes, really... Yes, you can. 
there. I'd recommend the stainless steel ones. They're more sanitary. <laughs> My yeah, you definitely don't want that thing breaking breaking off inside you. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. Um, it right. gave him super strength and the power of flight. He uses his powers, he says, to defend chromium. His world was a mirror of our Earth, but different. Get uh, it? Chrome? Mirror? Yeah. Uh, he gets mad at Hamster because Hamster doesn't really believe him. He goes and puts on a suit with lightning bolts all over it and has a flashback of himself being loved by the people of Chromium. Is this his real cape? Or is this just some tacky shit he made himself? I'd assume it's real because the whole thing ends up being real. That's fair. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Did he look that tacky in Chromium? I have to. Because that cape is real fucking tacky. Yeah, that takes. Yeah. It's not a good looking cape. Yeah, uh, that's like Prince in '85. <laughs> kind of look. That should be our new slogan. <laughs> that's not a good looking cape. <laughs> Harmless fun. We'll get a T-shirt made. Um, it's tacky cape week, man. That is not a very. It's good. been it's been tacky cape week since the first episode. <laughs> yep. And it was in black and white. Um, yeah, we cut to Indigo going to Krieg's apartment. He's cr- he's a crazy meth head. He makes her play Russian roulette with him. He ends up killing himself accidentally. She flees the scene, uh, taking the money he owed to the manager with her. Meanwhile, <laughs> did she just have the money in a duffel bag? I I missed the. Well, if. It was she slows in the Arby's, she has the nightly drop <laughs> to give to the manager. It was in the duffel bag on the bed. Yeah. She, she takes um, Krieg yeah. brought it, brought the money from wherever he was. Yeah. In the in the duffel bag. I mean, she she really could have avoided a lot by just being like, Yeah, Krieg died, but I got you your money. <laughs> like she could have just explained to the dude. She could have also said, yeah, he was t- he he made me do Russian roulette and it turns out he only had 200,000 of your $300,000. Bummer. I mean, she could have done any number of things which would yeah. not have led to them just trying to murder her and her brother. Also, did she bring the duffel bag? We'll get there, but did she just carry the bag with her? It would appear so, and then just put it in her bathroom, and then the dude asks to use the bathroom, and she's like, yeah, go for it. Like, hide that under a bed or something. Why is it just sitting in the bathroom? I know, it's all Godfather 2 style. Just waiting to pick it up. I suspected that that dude said he was going to go use the, the bathroom, and then took a quick look around the whole apartment. The dude carrying the book that's nihilism for beginners. <laughs> for beginners. First pages. I don't I missed that. This book wow. is called Nihilism for Beginners. It's the same for advanced students. <laughs> yeah. you, if you're reading the book, you've already failed. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly. You care way too much. Exactly. If you're studying, you shouldn't be in this class. Maybe the manager requires it. The manager. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who's like, you got to read Nietzsche and you got to read this nihilism for beginners book. It really will inform your management style here. 
Good. It changed my life. Yeah. Mm, the for fir- the better? The first few chapters are about restoring boats, but after that, it really picks up. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it just quits halfway through. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, Max has a vision of Cleo. And it's at this point that he realizes she's in this reality. We cut to the manager and his, I want to call them goons, but the dude's reading a nihilism book and it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, his The manager's boss is coming to visit. Uh, he's upset that Krieg is dead and he didn't get the money he's owed. He sends the goons to visit Indigo to ask her about what happened as he sent her to talk to Krieg. Then... We get a montage of hamsters posts going viral, I guess. A montage of hamsters. I wish there was a period. (laughs) (laughs) What was the hamster dance song from Peter, uh, not uh, from Robin Hood? (laughs) (laughs) That should have been his theme music. Yeah. Or Chota Boy's fighting style from Orgasmo. Yes. Um, so yeah, Max wants to take Hamster to the place where the Crystal Cave would be in this world, but it turns out it's in an abandoned mall. <laughs> and as happens every time I go to an abandoned mall, they get harassed by a rando in a muscle car. In an early two thousands Mustang. <laughs> yeah, a guy who never left the car show they had in the parking lot. <laughs> Like, they could have done something to this car to make it fit this movie a little bit better. Yeah, but also, like, what is this dude doing? Like, uh, like this is clearly just a rental car that they picked up for the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a rental. Um, Max beats up the car a lot. And do, you think they, do you think they took out the insurance and then tried to claim... That it just happened when they were in a bad part of town. Like, the insurance it, it, it agency got, was like, "We saw your fucking movie, guy. We got it. It got fisted. Okay, <laughs> That's all you need to know." Uh, the goons visit Indigo. She pretends she never visited Krieg. Hamster and Max arrive at the apartment, and Hamster goes inside. The goons discover the money, and that Indigo was lying. They threaten to kill Indigo and Hamster when Max bursts in and kills the goons. You are muted, Al. Yeah, I know. I um, I loved how um, uh, Finn, the guy carrying the book, how like calm and reasonable he seemed this whole time. He's a nihilist. It's just telling her, like, you know... The, the reports are he killed himself, and we just, you know, I don't know. Use your <laughs> Life goes on, well, man. And I mean, the thing was, is that he, he, like, he didn't, like, like, they weren't coming there, like, because they thought she did anything. Like, they were initially telling the truth. She really could have just given the dude the money that was owed to him. Like, she was stealing. I know yeah. it's from a drug cartel, so whatever, but also, like, she so bro- whatever. That's the worst people to steal from. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's a bad idea. Just give the dude his money. Old lady. Give, not so bad. Give the manager Drunk his cartel. money. Well, and it wouldn't steal the money. It's nothing to steal the money when you were sent there to get the money. Yes. You are the first person they're going to come yeah, to. If, this, yeah, that's it. If Hamster had stumbled on this money, 
Sure. Fuck yeah. Hide the money in your attic. No one will ever know. But they hide it in all the wood chip. Yeah. Hide it in the water bottle you hang. Yeah. <laughs> That's above your bed. Yeah. This was just a terrible plan on her part. Like, and then she was just going to run away and put Hamster in college with it. I, I want to argue that it wasn't a terrible plan on her part. This is just really bad writing. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, yes, it is. This is this is where the movie shifts into a higher gear, and it is for a dumb reason. Exactly. Yeah, it is for a dumb reason. It's for it's it's yeah. Um. So let's see. Um. They go on the run. Then at that point, they go uh, and uh, <laughs> Max talks hamster and indigo into going back and fighting the operation instead of running away as they wouldn't be able to escape by running. They go to the abandoned mall where Max suits up. I guess he's got a bunch of stuff to wear at this point. He got it. He puts on armor and gets guns from somewhere. Oh, um, hamster. First, he puts on the his normal suit and the cape. Normal. The, per- <laughs> the purple veiny suit. Yeah. Um, and Hamster tells him he looks insane and tells him to let go of the past. That's right. Yes. <laughs> He's like, this is, all I, this is all I have left from Chromium. <laughs> yeah, You're hung up on some clown from the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, yeah, he, he armors up, gives Hamster... A letterman's coat with some forks on the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's homecoming, bitch. I love that this was pointed out by a character in the movie, though. Like, this was your plan. Because <laughs> they all take it very seriously. I Yeah, I, yeah and I think I think it's interesting. I feel like in this, like, like it it's it's kind of hinted at that, like. Max wasn't like the brightest bulb on the tree, even in chromium. Like he just got strong. He wasn't actually like good at stuff. Yeah. He's not Bruce Banner or Captain America. PhD rarely follows the words Max Fist. <laughs> <laughs> you As say rarely, not, not never. <laughs> yeah, it's not never. Come on. However, Math. Dr. Maximilian Fistovsky. <laughs> PhD. No, that's a doctor. That's a GI doctor you can trust. That's right. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> um, Max <laughs> does snort some meth, telling Hamster that that's the source of his power. <laughs> we have all met that superhero, right? I know a ton this of dudes. This movie was already off the rails when that happened. Then. Doing death now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've met. It gives a, you powers. Yeah, I've met a, a few dudes whose superpower was meth. Yeah, climbing, scale a wall with the car. <laughs> like, also they're kryptonite. Yes. It's yes. Simultaneously. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. It's killing me and empowering me. Did we mention the lo- the locator beacon? Yeah. No, that's right. He gives him a locator beacon. Which, yeah, the, all the armor and the guns and the locator beacon 
Where'd you find this stuff, Max? Where did that stuff come from? Yes, exactly. That's an answer question I had. The find my hamster app. <laughs> find my hamster. <laughs> <laughs> you could make hundreds with that. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Findmyhamster.com. <laughs> find my hamster. <laughs> Little pictures on half pints of milk. <laughs> okay all right so at this point max punches through a wall and says he can see through dimensions and i don't know then a bunch of the managers this movie is it's now from his perspective he's high on math yeah he's no longer just putting brick walls he's he's tripping the light fantastic point yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, the dudes show up. They kill some dudes. Then he goes to the... No, they, they attack a masked poker game. Don't yeah. they come to the mall first and then he it like blows them up and then they go to the poker game? Or uh, I, I don't think they I don't think they came to the mall. Uh, <laughs> um, they're this this. Well, they should segment, have gotten some Cinnabon. This segment. There were a lot of, <laughs> This segment, there were a lot of like uh, time jumps. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, they attack a poker game, and but a, I don't, I don't, a mass I just, poker I game. Most of this is probably filmed at the abandoned mall, though. You're not wrong. They did go back to the mall. I don't think they ever well, left the mall. Yeah, that's why they had a showdown. You know, at a location that's easy to rent. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I like you said, Josh, it's a masked poker game. And I don't know about you guys, but I always play poker with a full, a full like, latex, latex mask. Halloween yeah. mask on. Yeah. And be like, yeah, I'm bluffing. I have no idea you're wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. <laughs> I know in the World Series of Poker, you can wear a hat and you can wear sunglasses, but I don't know that you can completely cover your head. Wear an entire mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's just these dudes there, and they're on the same team. Yeah. They have to know who each other <laughs> are, right? I know. It's like 1960s Batman TV where, you know, the henchmen are sitting around doing something, but they're in their henchmen outfits. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a shirt that says henchmen. <laughs> Genius. Uh, so, all right. Um, he kills all the mask guys. Then he fights his way, blah, blah, blah. A lot of fighting. He gets... Up to the headquarters. Apparently, there are four guys, four guys other than the masked poker players who work for this dude. <laughs> yeah, the poker players don't work for anybody. They're there for the poker game. Yeah. Well, and the the other two hundred are out on rotation. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I guess the the most believable fight, uh, the slow motion fight with the the guard that was mute. Yeah. Um, so Max like actually gets fucked up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Indigo lets her, lets him go because I don't know. She always liked him. Yeah. Or- as a person. <laughs> yeah. After shooting him in the leg. It's like, yeah. And like- then he just disappears from the movie. So, um, he probably bled out. I, mm. He, he might've, but I, just like they are indigo and uh, hamster are shocked by the amount of violence that Max is ensuing. And 
I think this is just, no, you need to stop killing. Don't kill this guy. Well, and he had explicitly said, I don't kill people. Yeah. He did say all that, of a sudden, yeah. He's just killing people left and right. Yeah, with no sort of like indication as to why. He's just uh, I mean, people. We know why. He's high on meth. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also like I I, I there was some point here where in a, in one of the animated exactly. sequences we see like maybe the people of Chromium didn't really think he was a hero and he was actually kind of like terrorizing the city in some way. Because the meth is more powerful in his dimension, just like the whiskey. (laughs) Why would one substitute? It's toppled like a Saddam statue. Yeah. In the animated thing, right? Yeah, at some point. I I didn't catch the second time through where that was, so I didn't make a note of it. But yeah, he does. Um so all right. Uh manager escapes. He goes out the window and flees in a car with his boss who showed up at the last moment. Um, hamster is disillusioned with Max because of all the murders. So he and Indigo <laughs> flee town to go put him in college, I guess. While Max <laughs> here, college. It's not from a drug cartel. Uh, Max finds a silver squeeze ball, sil- uh, silver stress ball with a symbol on it, and that's how he <laughs> that's how he determines that uh, uh, the manager works for Cleo. Yes. And it just but, says Intuit Corporate Getaway 1997. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. The stress ball is important. <laughs> it helps me when I'm mething to the gills. <laughs> when I'm fucking tweaking like it's my job. Um, yeah. So the manager and Cleo have a really unnecessary talk i imagine it's just to establish cleo's character um well and they don't show her face for most of this conversation which was an interesting choice i was expecting it to be sigourney weaver someone famous yeah really famous yeah when i did not recognize cleo it was a little disappointing because of the way they made her face a reveal yeah i was like oh i recognize you from something yeah, <laughs> like you are an actress, but yeah. <laughs> so blah, blah, blah. She was a scientist. Now she spends all her time. Oh, the manager in talking to her is now using Indigo's words. Um, he's telling her like he wants to go viral. Yeah, it's like the kids are talking about this viral thing. <laughs> I think we should do it. Oh, and she her response is, you want to go viral? I am the virus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's hardcore <laughs> indiegogo so all right still too soon uh, too soon to be the virus in the climate uh, of this movie's release oh and, uh, yeah yeah you don't want to talk about viruses in 2020 <laughs> yeah so um uh anyways uh max and indigo are just stop in the middle of the road so Indigo can sleep in the backseat of the car. Hamster and Indigo. <laughs> Hamster and Indigo, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's just going to sleep in the backseat and they're just going to hang out for an hour while she sleeps. Not like, hey, take the wheel, Hamster. <laughs> the Hamster wheel, <laughs> if you will. Not, let's, <laughs> let's pull over and hide in these trees. No, we're going to stay right here in the middle of the road, sleeping in this car. Yeah, they're in the mall parking lot still. Yeah. Like you, you could have at least driven out of town. Right. No, they did. 
They they were on. They, they had driven out of town. They were surrounded by trees. Yes, I have a feeling they were one mile out of town, though. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe just in a heavily wooded suburb. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah, were they're not in Shelbyville. Yes. Basically. <laughs> yes. Chromium Heights. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Melissa calls him, um, and she comes. She stops and gets hamster and says hamster's gonna i don't know she just says come with me hamster's like cool i'm dumb um (laughs) so she's gonna deliver hamster to cleo they take him to the top floor of a building max finds them because of the tracker he gave hamster he arrives um indigo wakes up and finds hamster gone (laughs) having left a note and she screams to the sky hamster (laughs) (laughs) uh we get another flashback where cleo tells max that the void machine is just gonna get rid of all their powers it's not a weapon max attacks her then uh max shows up at the office building he gets taken prisoner while in the lobby indigo arrives uh we don't know where cleo's 400 dudes are they are nowhere to be seen. But she's... I don't think she does either. Wow. They just like RSVP for the crime. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> just because they are RSVP doesn't mean they're guaranteed to show. It's Facebook invites. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. She says she has 400. But when she shows up to do the signing, only three guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's see. The manager goes down to confront Indigo while Cleo keeps Max in place. She monologues a bit. Uh, she threatens to make uh, Max's buddy an ex-hamster. <laughs> she cuts off his patch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we find out um, that the people of Chromium were afraid of Max. Indigo shoots the manager then they fight he stabs her she manages to strangle him to death while upstairs cleo's about to kill hamster oh yeah she shot max and his blood was blue at this point well and indigo's belt has her name on it yes as she's doing the murder <laughs> it does we saw yeah that first, is funny we saw which it was important i guess i guess <sighs> yeah I suppose, but also like that's how you establish a nickname is you get a belt buckle, <laughs> and then you kill somebody with it. Yeah. Well, then yeah. Sure. And they'd be like, "We're gonna call you Buckle." Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> um. So, I'm very unclear as to why Max now has blue blood, whereas previously he did not. So, uh, she has a theory. Um, where was it? Um, that, um. She has a theory that there's a certain physical reaction between the two of them. So when they get closer together, his blood is turning blue. And that, um, so, okay, but he didn't, he didn't, so, okay. So the, I, I feel like, so if he, his blood's turning blue, it means he's becoming more like he was in chromium, right? Like it's, it's becoming, what is it? Cosmic blood, whatever the fuck they called it. Yes. Um, so why didn't he have any, why wasn't he starting to get more powerful or like stronger, or like anything at all? It, it's a slow process. <laughs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> Science man. 
takes a while to metabolize the blue in the blood. I guess. Or something. Unless you're indigo. The uh, British royalty. Yeah. Um, and she has a weird line. She says, maybe our biology wants to connect. Maybe it wants to intersect. She's just yeah, trying to have sex. All, yeah. yeah, everyone's biology. Wants She's like, to do I would that. like your fist to intersect with my biology. <laughs> he, he is a good looking dude, though, even as a homeless meth addict. Yeah, he's yeah. a good looking dude. It's Joey with Mangler. With or without a fist. Yeah, it's Joey Mangler. He's a hunk. Um, he's so, hunky. Uh, so, all right. Cleo's about to kill Hamster. Max rushes her. They both go out the window and fall to the concrete below. They lie on the sidewalk, bleeding out, her blood red, his blue. Indigo, also bleeding terribly from the stab wound the manager gave her, crawls outside to them. And interestingly, indigo is what you get when you mix red and blue uh, <laughs> in the <yep>. light spectrum. <laughs> and that's, yep. Yep. <laughs> Which is what they did. Um, she, yeah. So her blood mixes with Max's. Energy crackles around her. Her wound heals. She rises into the air. <laughs> She has gained powers and she flies away. She Fuck sees, you, hamster. Go to college. I'm out. Yeah. She's seen a vision of chromium. Fuck you, hamster. <laughs> seen a vision of chromium while hamster watches her. Uh, <laughs> Max passes out. Says, they're going to be okay. See, we- uh, hamster's not living for the game, though, because you think you'd see somebody flying, even if it's your sister. And you're Mr. I want to be viral. You'd video this whole thing. Why? Why wasn't he? Oh, be like, look, this dude's blood is blue. My sister can fly now. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> um, he also shut down. Uh, when he was disillusioned earlier, he shut down his trendable account. Oh. Okay. Um, he like did a little did a little sign off. Uh, from Hamster City. Hamster City. That's what he called it. No, I don't know. I'm just Uh, picturing a hamster city. All right. So, um, yeah. uh, Hamster then does a voiceover about how Indigo is the hero now and Max was real, blah, blah, blah. Roll credits. Now gerbils are punks. Yeah. (laughs) That's the movie. Yep. It was a movie. Um,. The one unanswered question I have that we didn't address was, how did Indigo know where to find Hamster? She'd never been to that office building before. She didn't know where the boss lady lived. That's a good point. Did we talk about Melissa getting murdered? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't. Melissa got murdered for no readily apparent reason. Yeah, she's, like, excited to meet Cleo. She's like, I've heard all about you. People have said good things. And Maybe we can work together. I can bring you more children. I have a rat-faced boy. <laughs> Perhaps man. you'd be interested. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> ferret girl. Yeah, you've seen you've seen the hamster. Would you like to see my guinea pigs or like? <laughs> Are these all euphemisms? <laughs> uh, Yo, welcome to Chinchilla City. <laughs> <laughs> you get cut here, blood. You roll. They in the all d- have chinchilla coats on. The d- here in Chinchilla City, the dust rolls you. Oh <laughs> uh, God. Um. Yeah. That's. I don't know. Last thoughts. Uh. Unanswered questions. Uh. If you listened all the way through. Uh. The credits. Um. I don't know if any of you did. Uh, um, but if yeah. you get all the way to the third song. 
Um, oh you God. almost. Well, it's all instrumental, but um, the third song almost makes you believe that you enjoyed watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been Hamster's theme. Because um, it was a little upbeat. Uh-huh. Um, Hamster yeah. City. That's, that's my it's final the place thought. to be. Uh, so it's been a while since we've done this, but guys, you ready to rank this thing? Oh, God. Oh, shit. I forgot. Are you ranked? Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, we rank movies. Um, so uh, here's our list. I'm going to start us off somewhere around this area, I feel like. I, I would argue lower, uh, where fast yeah, lower. fast color felt like this. Oh. Where it's like, what is this movie? Why does this exist? Why why is this not so well thought out? I mean, let's put it next to Max Steel. Max Steel and Max Fist. Oh my god. <laughs> Should this movie have been named something different? Like like Max Fist. You can't or Blue name, Blood no, if, or Chromium if they City had, or something. If they had tried to yeah. name this Max Fist, someone would have said no. Change his name and change the name of the movie. I know. No one told anyone to do that. I would. So, uh, I think like the the name of the movie um, <laughs> was supposed because we found out that Max wasn't the hero he's supposed to be. We're supposed to question who the enemy really is, right? Mm. Um, because. Cleo, being a brilliant scientist, uh, she spent all of her science knowledge, all of her special abilities on this one guy, trying to bring him down. Um, And it may have been Max who actually destroyed the city. I don't know. So, yeah, that's what I, that was my take from Arch Enemy. Yeah, I mean, that's, it makes sense. Um, um, I like Jonah Hex more. <laughs> Excuse me. I I think I like I, Fan Four Stick more. Yeah, I think I like Dark Phoenix more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Son of the Mask. I have a hard time putting anything above Ugh. that because that rap sequence. Oh, Son right, of the so Mask. Is I'm terrible. I'm fine with between forty three and forty four. Put it put it in between uh, Toxy Four and Fast Color. I think this is worse than Fast Color. Okay, then in between Just because visually Next and thematically that was more interesting than this was strong man and science lady fight whereas fast color was like our family has powers and stuff you know what do you think I'll go Al? along with that okay so put it put it between fast color and son of the mask yeah all right we're putting this out of 149 movies we're putting it at 145 in between Fast Color and Son of the Mask. And that's it for Arch Enemy. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Wonder Woman 1984. That's fun. I liked that movie. I love this movie. Yeah, a lot of people did not love it. I don't don't love it. I have... I, I don't hate it. I think it's pretty interesting and is kind of bonkers and I I, I, I but uh, I don't know I haven't seen it in two years so it's it's very 1980s to me it seemed like a kid's 1980s movie where the villain's power is 
dream, dream granting, basically. Well, and it reminded me of the Linda Carter Wonder Woman show. Yeah, yeah, it's got that yeah. vibe and aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. I, like I said, I didn't hate it, but it's uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. So um, <laughs> that will be next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Till then, this has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I'm off to go get some of that college scam money. I'm Josh Cece, and this movie's got me feeling a little fisty. I'm Brian Lesh, and I punched through the molecules to make a vortex so this episode would finally end. And I'm Alaric Weber, a.k.a. The Void Machine. (laughs) (laughs) Money goes in, the void comes out. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.